Good morning, everybody. Today, Be'ezras Hashem, we are going to start the Nevi'im. We are going to start with Yeshua, Parak Aleph. One quick announcement before we start. The plan is, the format, the outline of the Shir, that we are first going to start every day with the basic outline, the basic overview of what the Parak is going to discuss. And then we're going to go through the Pesukim relatively quickly, going through the basic shot on the Pesukim and bringing out some of the basic insights of Mepharshim on the page. And then we're going to, when we finish the Parak, we'll try to bring out some questions and answers, some lessons which come out of the Parak. So today, as Hashem, we are starting the beginning of Yeshua. The Chumash, Chumash Torah ends off, that Maish Rabbeinu passes away, and now Yeshua is going to start, Yeshua is going to take command, Yeshua is going to take the position of leadership, and he's now going to be the leader of Christ. Yisrael, Maish Rabbeinu, uh, Baruch is going to come to Yeshua, and tell Yeshua, that he is now in charge of Klai Yisrael, and he's going to be the one to take Klai Yisrael and Tarek Yisrael, and Yeshua has to make sure to keep, like, to keep the Torah, to follow in the ways of Meishar Benu, and not to stray right or left from what the Torah says. And then Yeshua is going to go to the leaders of Klai Yisrael and tell them that they have to prepare to conquer Eretz Yisrael, and Yeshua is going to go to the leaders of Klai Yisrael and tell them that they're going to go into Eretz Yisrael. He's going to go to Ruven, God, and Chati Shevinasha and tell them as well that they are going to go into Eretz Yisrael with the rest of Klai Yisrael. However, they were promised to get Eber Yardin, they were promised to get the land out to Eretz Yisrael, but first they have to come help with the war efforts, and only afterwards will they go and live in the Eber Yardin. So let's start with Parak Aleph. It says the Navi, comes to and tells him like this, Moshe died, Lahem Levnei Yisrael, HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells, Mish, tells Yeshua that Moshe was Nefter, and now you have to go to Klai Yisrael, into Eretz Yisrael, and Pasa Gimel, Kamak Mashiach, Tidrech, Kafra, Gavichem, Bay, Lachem, Nesativ, anywhere that you, Yeshua, go, you're going to conquer, you're going to be successful, Kashi Dibarati Al Moshe, like I repeated, like I told, to Moshe, Miamidbar, Belvan, Nazev, Adonara, Gadol, Nairpras, Kolar, Tzachitim, Adayama, Gadol, Levaya, Shemesh, Yegulchem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu delineates the boundaries of Eretz Yisrael to Yeshua, and he tells him, you are going to conquer the entire Israel. And Hashem tells Yeshua that nobody is going to leave you. Everybody is going to follow what you say. Just like everybody followed Hakadosh Baruch Hu, so so too everybody in Klai is going to follow you, Yeshua. Chazak v'yamatz, you have to strengthen yourself. Ki'ata tanchil asamazes sa'art asher nishpati lavisechem latzeis lahem lavisam latzeis lahem that you Yeshua are going to be the one to take Klai Israel and direct Israel. So you have to make sure to be strong, to be courageous, so that you can be the leader to take Klai Yisrael into you have to make sure that you're going to be the leader, you're taking over the power position. You have to make sure not to stray from the Torah, right or left. You take a look at the Rabag over here, one of the classical Mepharshim, the Rishonim, on the side of the page in the Mekrais Gedalas, Bez Hashem, in another set of Shiram, we'll go through the different Mepharshim on the, on the Tanakh and discuss exa- their different approaches, how they explain Tanakh. It's really fascinating to see exactly how different Mepharshim explain the Psukim in different ways. So you take a look at the Rabag, the Rabag explains, Can it the men who kishi yeser al dvarat, but until the smile, kishi yigmi dvarat. When the Pasuk of here says that, Kodesh Baruch Hu tells Yeshua, he should make sure not to stray right or left. Yemin is referring to that Yeshua should not add anything to the Torah. And smile means that Yeshua is not allowed to detract from the Torah. And it's interesting that the Pesach must speak this out now because it's a very important concept which we'll have to discuss as we go through the Nevi'im that the is that a Navi is not really allowed in any new halachas. He's not allowed to come along and create a new mitzvah. The only thing a Navi is allowed to do is give Klai Yisrael Musr and maybe say certain things as a Hirasha, as a specific halacha for that generation like Rashi and Chulnav Zion speaks out. That's the job of the Navi. However, a Navi is not allowed to add to the Pesach, to the Torah. And that's why the Pesach says that a Kodesh Baruch tells Yeshua in the first of the Nevi'im that we're seeing right now 
HaKadosh Baruch was telling Yeshua that his job, he cannot add or detract anything from the Torah. He has to follow everything which it says in Torah's motion. The Pasuk has, a very important Pasuk, A person should never leave from the Torah. A person should always be a gay in the Torah. A person should be careful to guard what it says in the Torah. A person should make sure to learn so he can keep what it says. Because then a person will have atzlacha in his ways. If he learns the Torah and he keeps what it says in the Torah, then he'll be successful. And Rashi just points out over here, the lesson of Yigiyah, it doesn't say a person should learn Torah. It doesn't say that a person should just learn Lumoy Torah. Lumoy Torah. It says Yigiyah. What's the lesson of Yigiyah? Says Rashi, call the Goyin Shvatera believe that he goins a reference to the lay person's heart. That a person's learning many times can just be a mental action, it could be a mental activity where a person can learn. He can learn any subject, he can learn any, he can learn mathematics, he can learn any idea which is just which can possibly just be a mental activity. However, the idea of the Torah, the idea of Lima Torah, is that it has to impact the labor. What we'll discuss is how there's Teras Lev and, and there's Teras Hamayach and Teras Lev, the Teras Hamayach. Is the, is the intellectual Torah, is the intellectual ideas that a person learns. And Torah Salev is something which influences a person. That a person acts based on their lave, based on their emotion, based on their feeling, and not on their mental ideas, not on their intellectual ideas. And therefore, we have to make sure that the Torah is something which is related to our lave. It's something which impacts our heart. It impacts the way we live and not just stays up in our brain, not just stays as a mental activity. Continuing to Pasuk Tess, I'd like to be Tzicha, Chazak, Be'amatz, Al-Taretz, Al-Teiches. Again, HaKadosh Baruch repeats to Yeshua that he has to strengthen himself and he shouldn't be afraid, he shouldn't be worried, he shouldn't give up hope. Ki imcha Hashem le'kach b'chosh ha'telech because HaKadosh Baruch is going to accompany Yeshua wherever he goes. Like Yeshua, Shaitrei. So now Yeshua turns to the nation, to the leaders of Klai to the officers in Klai and he tells them they have to go repeat the message to the nation, to the Jewish nation, and they should tell them. Go into the machina, go into the camp, and tell Klai Yisrael, tell the nation that they have to prepare for their journey. Because in the next three days we are going to travel across the Yardin, and we're going to go in to Israel. And to Reuven, God, and Chati Shevin Ashi, Yeshua told him like this, You have to remember what Moshe told you, that Reuven, God, and Chati Shevin Ashi, they were not going to get a portion in Eretz Yisrael. They were going to get a portion in Eva Yardin. And Neshechem, so now Yeshua tells them, Neshechem, Tabchem, Mubiknechem, Yeshu, Baratashar, Nasanachem, Meishab, Eva Yardin. So the women, the children, and the cattle, they're going to stay behind in the place where they're eventually going to settle in Eva Yardin. The Atem, however, the, the fighters and the men of these Shvatim, the men, the warriors, the Atem, Tabru, Chamushin, Lepnechechem, Kol Gibarachayel, Bazartem, Oitzem. However, the warriors of these Shvatim, they are not going to settle in Eva Yardin. They have to come with the rest of Klai Israel, they have to join in the war efforts. They're going to come and direct Israel, help conquer the land. And only afterwards, only after they finish the war, then they're going to go back to their families. First, they have to wait till Klai Israel finishes conquering the war, finishes the war. And then, only afterwards, then you're going to go back to your family, where you are going to have your portion in the land. So Klaisel repeats back Yeshua and they say like this, the leaders say like this, whatever you tell us we're going to do, we're going to follow your leadership. Just like listen to Meisha Benu, we're going to listen to you as well. And Hashem is going to be with you just like he was 
with Maisha Kolesha Sher Yamras Picha Wal Yishmas Tarecha the Khal Sher Titzavenu Yumots. Anybody who does not listen to you, Yeshua should be killed. Rak Chazak Bamatz, like we saw in the Psukim, you should make sure to be Chazak Bamatz, which we shouldn't say that Yeshua should make sure to Makaim the Terra to keep the Terra properly. So a few quick Aras on the Parak. The Parak starts off. With the fact that Yeshua is taking over the leadership, the position from Yeshua. Now the question is why exactly? Why specifically was Yeshua the one who was Zeichem? Maisha had children. Why didn't Maisha's children? Why weren't they the ones who took over the power after Maisha was Nifter? Why weren't they the leaders of Klai Israel? Why specifically was Yeshua chosen? So there are many different interesting interpretations, many fascinating comments by different Mefarshim exactly why Yeshua was the one who was Zeichem. However, if you take a look at the Vilna Gain, the Vilna Gain makes a diak on the first pasuk, but the pasuk says Misharis says the Vilna Gain. The reason why Yeshua specifically was chosen because Yeshua was the Misharis. Yeshua was the one who's Mishamish Mesha Rabbeinu. It doesn't say that Yeshua was a Talmud of Mesha. It doesn't just say that Yeshua learned under Mesha. Rather, it says that Yeshua was, was the Misharis. That Yeshua serviced Mesha. Yeshua was constantly with Mesha wherever he went. And he gave Mesha Rabbeinu whatever he needed. He helped Mesha with everything that he needed. And since Yeshua was always with Mesha, that's what he was chosen. If you take a look at Rabag, Rabag says the similarly same idea. Rabag writes that the reason why Mesha was chosen, that since Yeshua was constantly following around Mesha wherever he went, therefore he was one who was chosen as the leader. So we see this very important idea, a person who wants to really learn from Tamid HaKachamim, he can't just learn from their Torah, he can't just be a Talmud, he has to make sure to be Mishamish them as well, which the Gemara tells us, that, like the Gra quoted the Gemara in muda, which is interesting, Tyson Ksubis actually writes, that the halacha is that a person is allowed to be mevatel Torah to mishamish a talmud chacham. So if a, per- if a person has the opportunity to go drive, let's say a talmud chacham, drive the gadol around, it would seem that the halacha would be that since the shimush of a talmud chacham, servicing a talmud chacham is even greater than learning from them, the halacha would be that you're allowed to be mevatel Torah to go mishamish a talmud chacham. So this is one idea as to why Yeshua specifically was chosen to be the leader of Klai Yisrael because he was the one who was constantly with Meishar Benu. He was able to watch how Meishar Benu acted and interacted with other people, and that's why he was chosen. So now in Pasuk Beis, the Pasuk says, Meishi Avdi Meis. The Meishah Benu is an Eved, Eved, and he was Nifter. So now the question is, what exactly does it mean that a person is an Eved Hashem? What exactly is the definition of a person who's an Eved Hashem? So there's many different interesting Pshatim offered by the Rishayim, we'll just point out two. Reb Sadi Gainim, a Sefer Munas Vadeis, Reb Sadi Gainim was one of the primary Gainim, who was most famously known for his Sefer Munas Vadeis, which is one of the first Svarim ever put out, that discusses the Hashkafas Yadus, the Hashkafa of a Jewish person. It is one of the first svarim which goes through a systematic approach to different different Hashkafic issues. It's one of the five primary svarim: Amunas Adayis, Marnavuchim, the Kuzari, Chavos Alavos, and the Sefer Ekrim. So the Amunas Adayis was the first one. And in there he writes, in Maimur Hay, he writes like this: Acha Eved, very interesting interpretation of what Eved Hashem is. Says the Rishad Yigayin. It's an Eved Hashem is somebody who designates one specific mitzvah that that he's never going to be over his entire life. He chooses one mitzvah, one Anhaga Taiva, one Mida Taiva, he's always going to be Makbid. He's not going to compromise on this mitzvah at all. For example, a person says he's never going to miss Tulazmana. Or he's going to be extremely careful never to take any money, which is could even have a chashash of being asr. Or he's going to be very careful in issues of znos. 
And anything comparable to this, so Rav is telling us, an Ebed Hashem is somebody who chooses one mitzvah, one midah taiva, one anhaga taiva, that he's going to keep, and it's going to be Yerag Yavar. This is going to be his idea, this mitzvah. And he quotes the Gemara, the Gemara describes that a person who's Mekayim, one mitzvah, he's going to have a Rechitz Yam. And the way Rav Sadiq is interpreting it is that it's a person who's Miyachid, who designates one specific mitzvah. He gives the example of Kibbutz Aim, a person who designates that he's going to be very careful, and then you have Kibbutz Aim. So the, so the here is a very interesting idea that a person who's an Eved Hashem, and Eved Hashem means, of course, we have to keep the entire Torah, we have to keep all, all 630 mitzvahs. However, an Eved Hashem is somebody who designates one specific mitzvah that is going to be his mitzvah, that's going to be what he is going to be extremely careful about. Definitely a very interesting idea which is discussed later on in many of the Hasidish svarim and many of the svarim which describe that a person has a specific mitzvah which he can connect to, which he can relate to. But we see this idea already in Rav Sadigayim that a person should find that mitzvah which speaks to him and keep that mitzvah as well as he can, as best as he can. If you take that's one interpretation of one in Eben Hashem. If you take a look at the Radak over here, the Radak offers an, another interesting uh, explanation of what exactly Eben Hashem is. It says the Radak Misha Shem Kol Koychay VeKavanotze VeChosh Kechayse B'Shem Yisbarach VeAv Bes Askei Binyani Olam Miskavin Avodis Akel Yisbarach Hu Yikra Eben Hashem Kamei Avram Avdi David Avdi. So it says the Radak. The definition of Eben Hashem is somebody who in all of his ways, in all of his actions, and all of his interactions, he recognizes that it's all from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and he's mechavein, and he intends that it should be part of his Avedis Hashem. That's somebody who's considered Eved Hashem. So it seems that what the Radak is telling us is just like an Eved, a person who's a slave to a master, he never has a free time, time off that he's not, that he's not subservient to his master. He may take some time off that he doesn't, he's not actively working, but of course he's still considered the master slave. So too, a person who's an Eved Hashem is somebody who recognizes that Yiddishkeit, that religiosity is an all-encompassing idea. It's something which encompasses every moment in a person's life, every moment, every place that a person's in. There is something specific that a person can do in his Avedis Hashem, and that's somebody who's Consider an Eved Hashem, a person who, in his business dealings, a person who has interactions with other people, acts in a way which he is showing that he recognizes as Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That's somebody who is an Eved Hashem. So those are two interesting ideas. One more idea later on in the pasuk, the pasuk we saw bring the the pasuk in pasuk Ches brings out a very important pasuk. The pasuk says, So this pasuk is actually one of the, the pasukim which is quoted as one of the primary sources for the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, the mitzvah of constantly learning, and the Yisra of Bittal Torah. This pasuk in Yeshua, Perak Allah pasuk Ches over here, that a person should always be a geya in Torah. He should always be involved with. With the learning of Torah. So it's interesting, the Gemara Menachas, Naftali, Tasman Beis, has a machlaikis. Does that mean a person has to learn the entire day? Or does that mean a person just has to say Krishma, Shachas, and Arvis as long as he's consistent? But the point is that this is one of the primary psukim for the Chiv of Talmud Torah. It's interesting, again, that this is in Yeshua, it's not in the Torah itself. In the Torah, the mitzvah of Talmud Torah is said in a way that you should teach to your children. It's said in a way of teaching and not necessarily learning. But here, the Apostle tells us that a person should always be involved in learning Torah. So just one interesting Ha'ar over here is that big machlekes and Rishayim, what exactly it means, Torah Lashma, a person is learning for the sake of Torah. Big machlekes, the Nefesh Chaim and Shardalid made the Shittas Rush very famous, that the Rush says that the Chiyah of Talmud Torah Lashma is that a person should learn for the sake of Torah itself, in order to add to the Torah, in order for a person to, to add Chadushim to the Torah. That was the Rush's Mahalach. Many other Mahalachim and Rishayim, Rashi seems to learn that it means that a person should learn because that's what Hashem said. Other Rishayim seem to learn 
that learning Torah means that a person is learning Amanah so that he can make the Torah. He's learning the Torah so that he knows what to do so that he can keep the mitzvahs and he can keep what the Torah says. Big but from this pasuk we see very clearly, and this is one of the primary marmakaimis for the chiv of Talmud Torah, that the pasuk is telling us that the reason why we should learn Torah is leman tishmar in order that we should know what it says in the Torah, so that we can keep it. So clearly the pasuk over here is telling us that however you learn Torah lishma, what the chiv of Torah is, still for one of the main ideas, or maybe the main idea, the main reason why a person should be learning Torah so that he can keep what it says in the Torah, he can keep the mitzvahs, keep the anhogis, keep the Ratzon Hashem, which is written in the Torah. Like the Gemara in Kedushin, the Flamin and comes out, the, the Gemara over there is discussing which one's greater, is learning greater, or is action greater, and the Gemara concludes that limit is greater, that because it is Melodei Maisa, that the Iker reason, the reason why limit, that learning is so important, is so that it can teach a person, it can train a person to figure out what the ruts in Hashem is, what exactly Hashem wants from us, what a per- how a person should live his life, and how a person can be Mekayim the Tire. Hashem, tomorrow we will pick up from Yeshua Parak Base. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.